0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Gay Pirates, Gay Pirates, Gay Pirates, Gay Pirates, Gay Pirates! My name is Alex or Volpez. I use they, Z, Fox, and Void pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. you And welcome back to this week's episode of Stride with Pride. I hope you have had a fantastic however long it has been since you listened to the last episode. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about one of my new favorite things. We're talking about Our Flag Means Death, The Gay Pirate Show. You'll probably have heard of it, especially if you're from New Zealand, Taika Waititi's new show. It's great. It's gay, it's so good, and we're gonna talk about it today. So let's get into it, shall we? First of all, Vico Ortiz on their Instagram, Vico is one of the actors of one of the characters who I will get into later, but they mentioned in an interview that in the writers' room of Our Flag Means Death, there were not one, not two, but three non-binary writers, which is so cool! Yes, please. But yeah, no, it just makes me really happy to hear that. And um you'll understand why that's even more important a little bit later on. So, first of all, this show, queer as hell. So queer. There are uh, so many. It's so, so queer. There are not one, not two, but three canon queer couples that, like, are actually visually depicted on screen, and like, obviously, show don't tell in like movies and stuff, but because of queer baiting and stuff, the history of that, we kind of need to be told for queer representation. And we get told for three of them! Which is so cool. Um, it's, it's great. Um, can you tell I like this show? Wild Times. Anyway, there are three canon queer couples. Also, like, um, if you haven't seen it, um, spoilers, cause, i'm talking about all the show so this is your spoiler warning if you don't want spoilers go watch the show then come back to this point in the episode go away right now all right welcome back and if you have seen it welcome we're we're gonna talk about all the stuff so, first couple I'm going to talk about in the characters and all that is, of course, the main characters, Steed and Ed, or Blackbeard. Um, I love them. Yeah, no, that's all I have to say. I'm kidding. So, first of all, I love them. They're so wonderful. And there are I just... If you want any fan fiction trope, literally just watch the show. Like, there are so many. Like... They try each other's clothes on. Ed watches Steed while he sleeps and, like, is recovering from sickness and, like, you know, taking care of him while he's sick. And, like, they they just work so beautifully together, also with the themes of the show, which I'll, like, get into later. And if you want an even bigger deep dive than this episode, because this is mainly just going to be me, like, fan-personing about it the whole time, go and watch Rowan Ellis's video. Um, I think it's called The Gay Pirate Show or something like that, but it is her most recent one. It's called Our Flag Means Death Analyzing the Gay Pirate Show Search that up on YouTube For an even bigger deep dive I believe it is like Yeah almost an hour and a half Feature length So go enjoy some Gay pirate content there as well But back to the thing They work so well together thematically, and they are such great foils to each other, and, like, they're both from such different worlds. So, Steed comes from this, like, really um, high-status sort of world, like, the very hoity-toity, like, rich English person. And so he's used to this high-life... Well, sort of. He was very much bullied because he didn't fit into the stereotype of masculinity there. We're going to get into the whole masculinity thing later on. But, like, he... Did not fit in there. He is very much, like, very, very, quote-unquote, feminine in his portrayal and the way he is. And he's just very soft and lovely. doesn't want to hurt people or things. And I love him. He's so good. And he becomes what he calls himself in the show as the Gentleman Pirate. Um, and um, that was actually historically a real thing. Like, these are based on real pirates. But I am not exactly well versed in that. Look up some stuff on YouTube for that because there are things that cover that, and yes, I have watched them, but no, I don't quite remember the information, but regardless, these were real pirates, which is super cool and swag. but yes, he goes to the Republic of Pirates, and there's a whole thing happening in the meantime, but like he introduces himself in the this like you know super popular bar thing. Spanish Jackies, but that's that's a whole different thing. And he gets his, like, scribe person, Lucius, as, like, to introduce him, like, with this big fanfare and stuff, as the Gentleman Pirate. He's such a drama queen. I love him so much. Also, Lucius, but we'll get into the supporter characters later. I love them. Um, <laughs> but he's... He doesn't know anything about actual piracy. He's a small, tiny boy who wants to be a pirate because he's read stories, but he lacks the actual skills for it um <laughs> but he's lovely and i love him so much and he like is using piracy as an escape obviously from his wife and kids the sea is gay i'll get into that later <laughs> and then ed he's this tiny little man who grew up really poor and his mum was phys- physically abused by his dad and so then like is like well time to knock him off so he heals his dad um as you do and then eventually goes into a life of pirating um and becomes this big pirate and obviously blackbeard we've heard of him but he's just bored of that like he don't wanna he's bored and then he meets steed and he's like oh my god this dude just told blackbeard to go suck eggs i love him already i want to meet him and then he does and <laughs> they fall in love It's, oh, they're so tender for each other. I mean, they just, Ed immediately loves all the small, ridiculous things about Steed that are made fun of by others. Like, in the very first episode, Nigel Badminton, who was, like, sort of a one of his childhood bullies was making fun of him because he has a big library and an open fireplace on a wooden ship. And he's making fun of him as he has his whole life. And then Ed comes in and is like, oh my God, this is amazing. You're so insane. And I love it. And they, oh, they, I love them. They, like, swap roles and stuff and, like, teach each other to be pirates and to appreciate finer things, and it's just so wholesome and pure, and um, it's so nice. And then Steed affirms to Ed that, like, the line – so there's this line. It's in the moonlight. It's so romantic. And Steed folds up this little square of fabric that Ed has had his whole life that his mum gave to him because it's, like – She's like, oh, feel this. This is as close to the fine life as we're going to get, because they're really poor. And then, so he keeps this forever as, like, a a sort of want to be part of that. Um, But then, um, Steed folds it up into a little pocket square and, like, puts it in Ed's breast pocket, and he says, you wear fine things well, and (coughs) it's so... (coughs) And then they almost kiss under the moonlight, because, I mean... What gay pirate show is complete without that? Um, <laughs> and they're just so domestic. Like, Steve knows how Ed takes his tea. Um, which is to say, barely tea at all. Ed just has love eyes for Steve the whole time. And they're, they, they like become co-captains to the ship. They're so domestic and like, you know, co-parenting the ship. It, oh, the chemistry is amazing. Like Reese, Darby, and Taiko Titi, just you can tell they're friends outside of it because like some of the scenes are literally just them interacting, but like slightly more in love. You know, like <laughs> there's this scene where um they're talking about Blackbird's Bar and Grill and fishing equipment, um and it's this whole thing. I I honestly cannot tell. Like it seems improvised, but I think it's like sort of scripted improv. It's just it's beautiful, and I oh. Uh, I love it. <laughs> and then Lucius is just cheering them on the whole time and being a great like wingman and just the whole time. And also, like, breakup mediator. Good at that. Great. I love him for that. Also, they kiss. Not Lucius. Like, Steed and Ed. We love it. Um, It's so tender and they're going to run away to China together on a little boat. And when Steed gets back to his... Wife's house, and she's talking about her new person and like someone she loves, and he's like, "'Oh, well, how do you know what love is and She describes it like what it is for her, and it's really soft and subtle and like just being there for someone and like spending small moments with her and While she's saying all that, Steed is just picturing all these moments with Ed, and it's this love montage, and oh my God, it's everything we could have ever asked for It's so good. And I want them to be happy. Um, we just pretend it ends with the kiss scene, of course. Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, we're waiting for season two. Also. Older men realizing that they're gay. Like, we don't see that very often. We mainly see, like, queer stories about, like, younger people, like teenagers or twenties, which is great. I love that. I love representation for it myself. But, like, older people, very good. Very cool and swag, and I like it a lot. I love it. And you should go watch it. If you're listening to this and you haven't, um... You're getting spoilers. I don't understand. But, like, whatever. Um, moving on to Jim. Oh, my God. Um so many about Jim. Jim is a character in the show, um, and Jim is initially, like, shown as a woman, sort of, um, dressed up as a dude who, like, pretends to be mute and stuff, and um, they've got this friend, Olu, Oluwande, and he, oh, he's lovely. We'll talk about him more later. Um, But, like, yeah, so Jim is secretly this, like, running away from the Spanish... I from Spanish Jackie, because, like, they killed her favorite husband. But, like, it's a whole thing. But Jim, non-binary icon, of course. Um, and then has this whole sort of thing where, like, um, once their identity is um, revealed to the crew, the crew, like, asks a couple questions, but then basically immediately accepts them. Um, which is so good. And then they start using Jim and they-them pronouns for them. It's so cool. Um, and at one point they go back to their sort of home place and they see um, the person they call Nana um, and she uses Jim's, like, old name um, and Jim is like, oh, I go by Jim now. And then she just immediately accepts it and uses they, them pronouns for them. And it's so good, like... uh, It's so many... Um, And this character is played by Vico Ortiz, who is non-binary themselves, um, which is so cool. And this is where the non-binary writers comes in, because we had three people taking care of this character, and Vico has said that like they felt so safe and supported in that, and they had people... Like, they, they weren't just left to fend for themselves and to make this character non-binary in the way that they played them. This character was written to be non-binary with such safety around it and such care put into the writing. Oh, I have so many feelings. Um, Good feelings. And um Vico also wears a binder as Jim, which is pretty cool. Because, like, you know, that wouldn't happen in obviously real life. Like, they they didn't have binders then in 1717. 17. Um, but, <laughs> um, it's just really cool that, um, that happened as well. Um, it's just, and Jim is a non binary person who gets to be. Happy, well, uh, sort of. There's a story, but like they get to be happy and desired by someone. You don't. Unfortunately, we don't see that very often with non-binary people being seen as desirable. And this is something this show really excels at. I'll get to more of that later. I have so much to say about this show. Um, (laughs) um, and also they throw knives. Badass knife throwing non-binary person. Uh, I love it. Layered character, so much about them. Um, go watch the show. And the Latine, which is super swag and cool. Um, not just skinny white person. Um, representation, very cool. Um, okay, now we're talking about Olu. Um, Olu one day, I love him so much. He is Jim's love interest. Um, well, I guess they're. They've become a thing. And I I love Olu so much. He's so sweet and wholesome and pure and ah, emotions and queerness and has no troubles accepting Jim as they are. Like, there is no, like, oh, no, am I straight or gay now or whatever. He just loves them whatever state they're in. And that is anything I could have asked for. Like, oh, so many non-binary kids are gonna watch this and feel so much hope because of this (laughs) also black men being soft and showing emotion and care this is so good oh i love olu so much and oh i have so much to say about this show i just they're so good and then the so that's the second queer couple and they also kiss um and it's oh they're so cute they're so cute and different character dynamics and they care about each other so much anyway third one lucius and uh, lucius and black pete um but i'm just gonna talk about lucius for a bit because i love him so much he lucius my love um he's i i love him um <laughs> he's super like sort of femme gay um and he is celebrated for this on the show like he is celebrated for who he is he's never made fun of because of that um And him and he's, mm, I love him so much. He's like this breakup guru, but also wingman. Um, and he deals with all of Stead's stuff. And he's he's so good. I love him. But him and Black Pete become a thing. Um. And also, this like leads into like, like, polyamory not being a big deal on the ship because, like, at one point he, like, he, he's had a thing with Black Pete, um, and then, um, he says to this other guy, Fang, um, oh, have you ever been sketched before? Um, and then he sketches him naked and, first of all, showing fat people as desirable and stuff like that as well and not as a joke at all. Beautiful. Um, but also, like, Izzy, hate him, toxic masculinity, little butt face, um, we'll get to that, uh, <laughs> he threatens to expose this to the crew and stuff, and then Lucius is like, oh, hey, like, Pete, I sketch naked, and then Black Pete's just like, yeah, cool. I, well, his actual words are nice, rad, I love it so much, um, they're so good, I love them so much, um, lucius's poor finger and um i refuse to believe that he's dead um he's not dead i yes he better not be i will cry if he is (laughs) anyway moving on yeah in the show like polyamory is such like a chill thing and it's not like ever brought up as like a bad thing it's just like yeah it's just incidental it's great spanish jackie 20 husbands and you're like cool yeah sounds good well 18 Sort of in uh, 1918, it, uh, the number fluctuates. Um, because some people die. Um, <laughs> but that's like not even showing us a bad thing. Pirates are gay. Um, pirates are gay in general. Like we've in folklore. Um, we know this. Um, But also, it's, like, about breaking norms and, like, not being on the land. The land is straight and the sea is gay, as Rowan Alice so wonderfully puts it. Um, You know, the sea is, like, breaking from heteronormativity and, like, you know, the land people are straight, um, which sucks, you know? (laughs) Um, Well, the non-pirate. The pirates are all gay, obviously. Obviously. But, yeah, it's so good. Uh, Um, and, yeah, so everyone in the crew is immediately accepted and, like, not made fun of by the characters for any of the traits that, like, wouldn't normally be made fun of in shows and stuff. Um, so Lucius isn't made fun of for being feminine, except for the one who represents toxic masculinity, who is Izzy Hands, but, like, you, he is a villain in the show. So, like, acceptable. Um, Swede, I'm just going to talk about all the characters. I love them so much. Swede, unhinged. I love him so much. He knows nothing. He's... I love him. Um, buttons. So unhinged, all of characters are. But Buns are so unhinged. He's a bird. Um, hex upon you. Like I love him. Um, Frenchy, oh, Um, he's so funny. He's so funny, but also like gentle and like kind. I he's so funny. I love him. Um, Roach so insane. Insane chef will cut a finger off. I insane. Um, <laughs> Black Pete is a sweetheart after he unlearns some of his toxic masculinity. Love him. Fang. Fang, I love him. He just wants his dog back. He gets sketched naked. Loves it. Um, loves being center of attention for once. Um, and has emotions and is not made fun of this for this. Um, emotional Pacific men. Emotional men of color. So good and not made fun of for it. It's, oh, so good. Um, Wee John. I love him so much. He's so funny, um, I love him. Yeah, and also, small character, but the widow Evelyn Higgins, so gay, so gay. Um, her and Mary, just saying, kind of like, hmm? um, because Mary's obviously bi, um, <laughs> and she's a queer murderer as a treat, you know. Um, anyway, I'm very quickly running out of time because I talk too much. Um, But, yeah, so this show, like, one of the main themes is obviously the queer stuff, um, but also masculinity, masculinity and the different forms of that. And so, obviously, Steed versus Ed, different types of masculinity. Um, So, Steed is very much, like, soft masculinity and, like, not fitting into masculine norms, whereas, like, Ed is very much masculine norms. Like, that's this whole thing. Well, not Ed, Blackbeard. Um and then learning unlearning those and we're trying to and um and having a whole journey like he's bored with masculinity like you know you can view being blackbeard as his masculinity and then he's bored with that he doesn't want part of that it makes him not the best person um and so he's unlearning that by like you know his relationship with steed but also like just hanging out with the pirate crew um of the revenge so steed's pirate crew um Izzy Hands, who is Blackbeard's right hand man, is toxic masculinity. I hate him so much. He sucks so much. Um, but he eats toes. Um, and should continue to eat toes. He sucks. <laughs> and he pushes so many characters to their worst. Mainly, mainly Blackbeard, especially after the breakup. But anyway, he sucks so much. Um,. And Lucius is kind of Izzy's foil. Um, And I I saw a post um, that, like, on... It was, um, like, it's shoulders and there was an angel and devil thing and the angel was Lucius and the devil was was Izzy, um, which I think is really cool. Because, I mean, they do act as, like, sort of moral compasses in that way for it. Like, you know, the toxic masculinity versus, like, the letting go of masculine norms and stuff. And so Lucius is really... That as well, which I love. Um, It's great. I love it. Um, Mary, I love her living a best widow life, like having a great time. I love that they work together to like kill off Steed. Um, But like, no, actually, if you've seen the show, you know what I mean. Oh, it's so good. Also, the cast just interacting so much with the audience. Um like Vico Ortiz confirming the ship name Teal Oranges for um Day and Jim um by like at a an awards show wearing teal and orange and like putting it on the story and saying, "Oh, Teal Oranges rip." Um I love it. They all the cast like interact so much on social media, but specifically Con O'Neill, who plays Izzy. I oh my god. This man he is liking and replying to a bunch of artwork and tweets and stuff um about the show. Some of them being like about Izzy like fantasizing about Blackbeard, um, and like, you know, secretly loving him, um, which is a whole thing in the fandom at the moment. Um, and also like Liking and replying to some more, um, racy, let me just say, artwork. Like, uh, I can't. Oh my god, this man. Um, anyway. So many of the cast have TikToks as well, and they're just so interactive with it, and I love them so much. Um. (laughs) Also, like, I just want to say, um, the pyramid scheme part is... So funny. They're on this ship with a bunch of rich people and um like they have uh Olu as the this prince of Egypt, Prince Azie of Egypt. Um and Frenchie's his um Vicant or whatever, like his little his little helper dude. Um and they have this literal pyramid scheme, like where they're like, Oh, rich people buy into you can own half a pyramid and then they say that to every rich person and then get so much money and then they reinvest it to this, um like, servant guy, and that guy then rose away from this burning ship. A whole, a whole lot of stuff goes down. But <laughs> they Frenchie and Olu reinvest the money into this guy, and he's going to carry on a similar scheme, but as a Nigerian prince. Um And so I just, oh, I love that so much. It's so good. It's so fun. The show is so funny. Also, like... <laughs> The poor little, the poor director, um, David Jenkins, um, seems to be really confused as to why people don't see it as a love story from Episode Five when they almost kissed the one in the moonlight, um. We've been queer baited so much. We need to be explicitly told, otherwise, we don't believe it. And that's why there wasn't like a lot of hype around the queer stuff in it until lots of people started watching the show because we didn't believe it. We couldn't believe it to be true because we've been burned so many times. Um, but it's true. It's real and we got it and I love it so much. We have been blessed. It's, oh, so good. And the fandom, so prolific. I love it. And there's also someone on TikTok who is, like, analyzing the trends and stuff um, of, like, in in fan fiction, like, tags on AO3, um, which is really cool. I want to find their account again because I want to see if they've done more. But, like, oh, there's so much creativity and it's such a brilliant new fandom and I just am so in love with this. Ah. And you should go watch it so that we can talk about it too. Because it's so mini. It's beautiful, wonderful, and amazing. And so queer. It's... Ah, I could talk about it forever. Um, if I haven't given you enough reason to go watch it yet... Um, sucks, I guess. Simply be boring. But, like, it's so good! Um, it's available on HBO Max. Um, you should go watch it. It's so good. And the episodes are only like 30 minutes long each. Um, ah, okay. Anyway, that is all for this week's episode of Stride with Pride. I hope you have enjoyed listening to me rant about these characters. I love them so much. I have talked a bit fast. Um, apologies, but you know, I'm excited, so suffer. Um, <laughs> for this week's creator spotlight, I am going to spotlight one of the many amazing creators who has you know, done so much amazing art. Um there's so many wonderful, wonderful artists um who have made art for this and here is just one of them. So this is have a Camp Hannah, I believe. H A V E K A M P H A N N A H. Um, and she has a really funny uh comic, um and it's Steve Threatening Izzy with a Knife, um, saying, oh, mate, by the time I'm done with you, they'll go- be calling you w- wazzy hands. Um, I'm going to send you to the past tense mother... Anyway, I love all of the wonderful art that the fandom has come up with. Just search OFMD, um, a flag means death, um, on Tumblr or Instagram or anything, or, you know, obviously AO3 for fic, um, but there's so much wonderful art too, and, oh, there's so much creativity. Go check it out. I highly recommend it. But I hope you've enjoyed my ramblings on Our Flag Death. It's so good. Check it out. Um, That is all for this week's episode of Stride with Pride. Um, I hope you have a fantastic day, afternoon, or evening whenever you're listening to this. Have a drink. Have a snack. Have a nap. Take your meds. Don't forget to spread your joy. And I will see you all next time. Bye.